Hello and thanks for listening to RT Radio 1's The Rolling Wave podcast with me, Aoife Nick In this episode, concertina player Kathleen McGowan talks about Michal O'Reilly's album The Nervous Man. In 2001, concertina player Michal O'Reilly released his debut solo album called The Nervous Man. He was accompanied on this record by Michael Rooney on harp, Owen O'Brien on guitar and Frank McGann on Bowron. The album was loved by many people when it was released and it made a huge impression and influenced the music and playing of a young concertina player called Kathleen McGowan, who, like Michal, was from County Meath. Shortly, I'll be talking to Kathleen about this album and about why it made such an impression on her as a young musician but first let's hear a track from it this is a set of reels this is stony steps the hunt in the bog and the merry days of easter Steps, The Hunt in the Bog and The Merry Days of Easter from the album The Nervous Man by Michal O'Reilly which has been chosen for us tonight by concertina player Kathleen Gowan as an important album in her life. Kathleen you're very welcome to The Rolling Wave. Thank you, you feel great to be here. <laughs> um, you already knew Michal well didn't you by the time this album The Nervous Man came out? Uh, I did, I I suppose I've, uh, I've known Michal and all the O'Reillys all my life. I feel very lucky and privileged that um, our two families have had a great friendship for a lot of years, for a, a few decades now. Um, so they were always part of my life growing up. My my dad um, taught the fiddle at home in Ashburn for, you know, 40, 45 years. And he, uh, Michal's siblings um, used to come to dad on the fiddle. And so they were they were in our house a lot every Monday night growing while I was growing up and my, myself and my siblings growing up and... Uh, and Michal then obviously didn't learn the fiddle, but he learned the concertina over with Rena Trainer, who Rena Crashy. She lived at Summerhill in County Mead, but she was originally from Kilrush. So Michal would have gone to Rena, and his siblings would have come to Dad on the fiddle. And Rena, between Rena and Dad, they they kind of they got the young people in County Mead at that time, the seventies and eighties, playing music and. Before long, it seemed like there was a load of teenagers and kids playing music around the county that that was they weren't there before in the, you know, in the previous couple of of decades. So, um, I think I I I read somewhere that um, me the O'Reilly's father Podrick used to they used to leave their house at in Rathmaline and County Mead and they'd drive over to Rena's house in Summerhill. And he'd drop off Michal there for his concertina lesson with Rena, and he'd pick up some of Rena's kids and continue <laughs> on to Ashburn to Dad for the fiddle lesson. And I think that was every Monday night. And and he so there'd be a gang of kids in the car coming over the road then to Ashburn for the fiddle lesson. Then they'd return to Summerhill, drop off the trainers, pick up Michal, and return home again. So they did that route <laughs> the music every bus. week. <laughs> the music bus. I'd say it was good crack, but they they did that. Route uh every week for years and I feel very lucky that uh there was so much music around us growing up and it's um you know a lot of that is down to the, the families who committed to it there was the the Rena and the O'Reilly's and the O'Grady's and um and the McGowan's of course as well 
so yeah there was there was definitely an influence of of the O'Reilly's from my from my whole <laughs> growing up in my childhood and teenage years but there's great friendships there between the two families good a great respect and loyalty as well and just as a sort of a tangent you know it's interesting you're talking about concertina players and uh, and county Meath, and most people think of county clare when they think of the concertina but the first person who ever recorded commercially on concertina was actually from west Meads. do you know about him tell me a little bit him <laughs> Yeah, uh, that'd be William Mullally, I suppose. He he came from Mullingar and he he was born in the late 1800s, but he emigrated to the States and he was recorded over there in the 1920s. Then, um, and he was actually the first ever concertina player to issue issue commercial recordings. So he was a West Mead man, even though there's all, all the, the connection of with the, of the concertina with County Clare. We have we have that claim up in the the this side of the country. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, look, let, let's play because you've chosen a few tracks from this album for us tonight. So let's play another one. Um, this set of reels. Tell me about this one. It starts with the dog among the bushes. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorite tracks on the CD. The dogs among the bushes, the barrel burn reel. Wind number three and Sonny's return four reels and he's accompanied here by Owen O'Brien who is a guitar player from Portland Own in County Antrim guitar player and harp harp player but he also he plays the guitar here on the CD and I just love Owen's playing he's um I think he has great bite and great rhythm um he's you know it's kind of daring daring accompaniment but sensitive to Michal's playing and Michal's rhythm at the same time. <laughs> Among the Bushes, The Barrow Burn Reel, Winds Number 3 and Sonny's Return from the album uh, The Nervous Man by Michal O'Reilly and we're here with Kathleen Nick Gowan talking about uh, this album. Michal O'Reilly him, himself, um, I mean you mentioned the family connection but tell me a bit about him, tell me uh, about him and his music. Well Michal, yeah he's from Rathmaline in County Mead and his father is from Connemara and his mother is from Dublin with Donegal roots and uh, he grew up in a very musical household his father plays the, the plays the accordion and his mother sings and all the family play and sing and they just have this really infectious rhythm when they play together and you can't help but um, sway and your your foot just automatically starts tapping and that's what I love about the O'Reilly's when you listen to them and when Michal plays on his own or when he plays with his brother Magdara or any of the family um it's rock solid it's steady it, but it's so rhythmical you you just you can't you, you won't hear it it really puts the music under the dancers feet if, you, if they're playing for dancers you can't help but step you can't help but hop up or sway or tap your foot it's it's a really infectious rhythm and you chose this CD when I asked you to choose a, a CD or an artist who kind of influenced you. You chose this one. Uh, why this one in particular? I mean, wh- why did it make such an impression on you? Well, I was 14 when this CD came out, The Nervous Man, and it was Michal's first solo album. He made a second one a couple of years later called Inside Out. But this was his first one. And I suppose when you're 14 and you're so 
hungry for tunes and for learning it was a really pivotal time um at, you know that age because um you know I had friends who were playing and I was playing all the time and learning new tunes but I also had this CD and I remember I just ate this CD up I knew every turn and every cut uh and every roll and every double octave I for a couple of years I just ate it for breakfast lunch and dinner <laughs> and it just made such an impression on me I I, I just love the rhythm I love the accompaniment I love the harp and the guitar and the baron as well of course but it just caught me at the right time I think at, at that age at 14 I just became really hooked on it um, and I just wanted to learn all the tunes I learned all the tunes on it all the variations I used to put in the headphones and blast up the volume of the CD so that it would drown me out and I was I could just hear you know me hauling my ears but I would pretend it's me playing <laughs> so I was really hungry for it I really really wanted to be able to do what he was doing I and I worked at it I you know I practiced and played along with the CD so much uh, I wanted to learn all the tunes you know at that age your favorite tune is the one that you just learned last week <laughs> this kind of thing <laughs> and as well as that Owen who plays the guitar on it around the same time Owen actually started going out with my sister Anya and they're since married and have family and they live up up the north. But um, I I thought when I saw that, you know, Owen was on this CD that he must be a big, a big deal. Like he was <laughs> like a famous. celebrity. He's famous, <laughs> a, a celebrity. And then he was going out. So I thought my sister was going out with a celebrity. This is this is how much I had this CD up on a pedestal. <laughs> and I still do. It's still a brilliant CD. I haven't listened to it in a good while and, and taking it out for this has been a real joy to listen to it again okay well look let, let's hear some more from it these are two jigs the first is um sport by padre Rieda and then the hawthorne hedge <laughs> this tune Sport and the Hawthorne Hedge by Sean Ryan there from the album The Nervous Man Catchling those tunes um, there's a lovely turn on, on between uh, the first one and the second one he puts them together very very well doesn't he he does I, and I, I loved that track at the time I had never heard either of those tunes they were both new and there was something a little bit different about them and with the harp as well harp accompaniments I thought it was a really special track that stood out on the CD as well and the way he turns from one into the other um, as well as that his Michal's style how he would decorate a tune the chords and the ornamentation it's um, I think it's kind of it's quite innovative nobody played like that before Michal O'Reilly and when you say like his so that's his kind of a chordal accompaniment on the concertina why why was that so different well, the way he would put chords into a tune, they're very rhythmical as well. Like he, he would punctuate a phrase or a bar uh, rhythmically with 
the chords that he plays and he does a lot of double octaves octaves as well where he's playing both octaves at the same time which is a feature you can do pretty easily on the concertina but not a lot of people do it and it used to be done uh, a lot back in the day for extra volume you know if you're playing for dances you'd be playing the two octaves at the same time so Michal would do a lot of that but he and when I was growing up he encouraged me to do a lot of that as well and to experiment and to play the tunes in different keys play around with the tunes you know figure out if you know the tune in d figure it out in c and figure it out in e so that you you get to discover new buttons on the concertina so that's not very easy to do on the concertina because uh the buttons are a bit all over the place like you have to go i'd have to go searching and find that note and sometimes it's not there i can't find it i don't have that note but it's not like the fiddle or the flute where the the slide into it slide into it and the the notes move in order and you know that g sharp is just above g but on the concertina it's not it's in a completely different place from the g altogether so that pushed me and and he encouraged me and he he pushed me to to try new things like that and to experiment as well to, to push me um, I'm going back a little bit here, but the, you and the concertina, because as you said, your dad taught fiddle for 45 years. I think your siblings play fiddle. How how did you not end up with the fiddle? How did you end up with the concertina? <laughs> well, uh, uh, similar to um, to Michal, his older siblings played the fiddle. And he said in, in the sleeve notes here, by the time he came along, they'd had enough of the fiddle. And maybe it was the same in my house that <laughs> two or three of my siblings were playing the fiddle as well, older than me. And and um, I think dad has a, 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 lo- a grow. He has a love for the concertina and he was gently, um, you know, encouraging me down that road at that time. I thought I picked the concertina myself, but my sister Bernadette says, no, no, dad always had his eye on the concertina for you. Like that was, it was always going to be the way, <laughs> which of course now I'm, I'm delighted about because <laughs> I love it. But um yeah, there, I, I did start on the fiddle because there were always fiddles around the house and fiddle is definitely a, a huge influence on my playing between dad and my siblings and people I listened to growing up and now and then I went and married a fiddler as well. So there's plenty of fiddle influence and when I'm playing a tune, I would often think of dad's bowing. Um, would he be putting these notes on one bow say in one direction like if say it's a d e g you know on the concertina you could play a d the notes d e g a few different ways because you've two d's and you've three g's so you could play it a few different ways you could play it out in 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 you know it, it depends on how you want to phrase it and you can you can control the phrasing and the rhythm like that by by choosing which buttons you press but i would picture it would you know dad would probably do d e g all on one down bow so i would do them all going in then push so it does affect it does definitely influence how i phrase how which buttons i choose to play on the concertina okay look we have uh two more tracks that you've chosen one the next one is a slow air tell me about this air um, this is a slower called Ambuchal Quail Dove, and he learned this from the singing of his mother, Maura. <laughs> Thank you. 
Buchel Quaildov there played by Michal O'Reilly from his album The Nervous Man. Kathleen uh, Nickowen, in the sleeve notes to this CD, Michal O'Reilly talks about the prevalence of house parties in Meath when he was growing up and your family famously hosts, um, I think it's the first Cayley House of the Year with a massive and legendary house dance. So do you have the same memories as, as Michal does of those kinds of events growing up? Yeah, absolutely. Michal mentions a good few houses that would have had house dances growing up. The Kennys, the Trainers, McNeil's, the McMahons, Curtins, Hillary's, Ford's, Powers, O'Grady's, all these houses around me that had um, house dances and had music nights in them uh, when he was growing up. But uh, our one is, uh, is um, you know, it's, it's a huge part of of my upbringing and there was always house dances see my 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 mother's auntie Josie had house dances in her house in Dublin and when she became too old and and passed away Vam and dad took over and and then it was sometime in the early 90s that um Kaylee House the RT, the RT radio program started to come out for um to to broadcast the house dance so it's it's a mighty night it starts uh, at about eight o'clock and it goes on till five or six o'clock in the morning and the O'Reilly's are always the first to arrive and the last to leave and that's what I mean about the great friendship over the years and the great loyalty and great respect and we're really appreciative like the, the house is there's a complete upheaval all the furniture has to be brought out and these forums are brought in they they sit in the garage all year round but they're forums so that you can pack a load of all the musicians in and then the dance floor as well so the dance floor is brought in at the start uh, at the start for the night as well for the set dancing and then at the end of the night it'll be five o'clock there's a there's a tradition of cocktail sausages at 5 a.m so that happens <laughs> and while the cocktail sausages usually when you smell the cocktail sausages on you know that the music is going to be ending soon enough because they, <laughs> they they get the smell of the of the foods coming but the O'Reilly's and my uncle John and there's always four or five others that are there to carry out all the firms to help my dad with the furniture to carry out all the firms on the dance floor and carry back in all the furniture and then we have the feed of tea and sausages and off they go home at five or six but it's always great crack and and they're they're great for keeping the music going and for playing for the dancers it's just it's just such a great rhythm you'd you'd dance and you play along with with that music all night mm. And I know that that uh, house dance obviously had to be put on hold this year, but hopefully it'll be back again uh, next year. Um, Later on, of course, you went on to become a full-time musician and you made your own CDs and you became famous (laughs) yourself like Owen. (laughs) And you've recorded with Michal in the the Irish Concertina Ensemble. Tell me about that project. That's four, I think, four concertina players, isn't Uh, it? Five, actually. Five. Another one, I forgot. Yeah, Tim Collins as well. Five concertina players. So it's yourself, Michal, Tim Collins, uh, Pardrigrin and Edel Fox. Is so that that's right? It. That's exactly it. Yeah. And th- that was a few years ago. It was an idea Tim had to get us all together and we would play a range of concertinas in different keys. And uh, we played a lot of Tim's compositions and he's great at arranging tunes as well and arranging the compositions for us all. You know, it's no mean task to arrange a piece of music for five concertinas. But we had great crack and we, we spent a couple of years uh, doing gigs and we made a CD uh, the Irish Concertina Ensemble CD. Um, yeah, so that was it, was it was just great to be able to play with Michal and, and, all, and all the others, obviously, as well, on, for that project. 
Um, well, we're nearly at the end, but just just your own work. We've been all stuck at home more or less now for, for nearly a year. It's coming on a year soon, uh, a year in which live music has been very, very quiet. But you were lucky in a sense because you'd already set up your own online music classes even before all this. How, how'd you, how, how's that been going for you? Oh, it's it's been going great, Eva. Thanks. Um, well, see, we were touring flat out for uh, five or six years there and then we decided we were going to settle a little bit and we we came up to Donegal here we're in we live in Guidor in Donegal now and so you know we weren't going to be traveling as much um Kieran works for production company he makes tv programs for TG Cahar and we have our two little twins now they're they're just gone too Frankie and Rosie so um we're busy now and we knew that we wouldn't be touring as much so I kind of I uh, there it's amazing the demand for concertina lessons around the world you wouldn't believe it I can't even believe it myself that there that there are so many people that want to learn the concertina in all sorts of mad places around the world like and uh, I you would be getting calls for Skype lessons and that and I um I I couldn't really commit to doing a lot of online lessons um so i decided to set up the website and it's going great it's it's all um it's three courses a beginner course intermediate course and an advanced course and it's there for people who don't really have access to a teacher and i suppose nobody really has access to a teacher at the minute you can't go out to your sessions you can't go to your classes so there's there's um people signing on and taking the concertina lessons on the website and then generally then just how how has the past year been up in Donegal and through all of this well it's it's been a hard time in many ways as it has been for everyone you know we're not getting to uh, see our my family um we're not getting to play music uh, with our friends or on stage in the sessions or on at gigs so that's very very difficult when it's it's such a huge part of your life and then it's just gone I'm I'm luck, very lucky that I live with a great musician and we we are getting to do some gigs from home so there's a lot of online concerts and and things like that going on um we're recording a few days this week videos for a show over in Boston and another festival that was to be happening in Galway so you know things like that is great and it's keeping us going um living up here is it's lovely obviously i i miss my family but i have the beach um very close to me here i can walk down to the beach and i've taken up sea swimming like half the country has <laughs> this year as well so i'm yes i'm still getting into the water even though it's february um you, so you kept it up all winter did you kept it up all winter yeah good, good for you <laughs> i know <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit nuts um but it is actually good for the head. <laughs> and you wrote a tune, you wrote a tune um, kind of based on this time called On Cunis. Tell me a little bit about the background to that tune. Um, well, I wrote this tune last year. It was during the first lockdown and I was uh, lucky enough to get a commission from Music Network. They did a series called The Butterfly Sessions where they commissioned musicians to write music in the lockdown. It was their way of supporting independent musicians um, during that time, you know, when so much of the work had disappeared. So um, I wanted to write a piece that reflected 
the time the lockdown the first that first lockdown when there was so much unknown we didn't really know what was going to happen we didn't know if any of our loved ones were going to contract the virus um it was a very worrying and anxious time and this it's a slow march um it it was really just a, a really reflective piece of the time for me personally um it there's there's highs and lows in the tune um it's a three-part slow march and I wanted to call it something reflective um, <clears throat> that would describe the time as well. Something like the stillness um, because we all had to stay still in, in more ways than one, not just physically, but we, we had to just batten down the hatches and, and, uh, and it, was, it was quite a, a hard time. So um, Kieran came up with the name on Cunis, which I loved. And it, it's more referring to the stillness than the quietness. Mm. OK, well, Kathleen, we'll go back. We're going to end with a track. Uh, we end this conversation, this part of the programme with uh, the final track from The Nervous Man. And uh, tell me about this track. This is a set of reels and it starts with the uh, Martin Hayes tune, The Mahara Mountain. Yep, there's actually five reels in this track now. The Mahara Mountain, <laughs> Brian Quinn's, uh, Tommy Cohn's, My Marianne, and Finishing with the Nervous Man, which is the name of the CD. And I'll mention that it is available for download only on Bandcamp if you um, if you put in Michal, the Nervous Man into Bandcamp. It's available there. Okay, well, look, Kathleen again, thanks a million for, for being with us uh, on the programme and for um, talking about this album, The Nervous Man. And as you say, it's available on, on Bandcamp. I think you can even just put it into Google and it'll come up for you and uh, definitely worth a look. So thanks a million. Thank you, Aoife. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Rolling Wave podcast. For rights reasons, the music here is shorter than in the original broadcast. So if you'd like to hear the full versions, you can go to rte.ie forward slash radio one forward slash the rolling wave. And this programme was first broadcast on the 21st of February 2021. Till the next time, Gurumida Magi, Agaslan.